time remain seated amen since we seem to be challenged to stand so often could you sit and just lift up your hands let your mind go to the cross hallelujah the sinner's soul was lost but jesus came in the flesh gave his own he chose a cross of pain, he chose a life to bear our sin, hallelujah. While we were yet sinners, far from the knowledge of God, he died. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, the centurion sword pierced aside. The blood and water gushed that you and I might live. Oh, so on a hill there's a cross. On a cross there is blood for me. His precious blood. For me. Not just any other blood. On a hill hey, hey. there's a cross. Blood for, for you and me. For, me. On a hill for God so loved the world the that he gave his only begotten son. Oh. Jesus, I love you. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Your blood, Jesus. Sin had you power blood, over you. Jesus. Bondage Thank had you, you in blood, servitude. Jesus. The devil and his angels were oh, ruling. <laughs> but Jesus blood, came. Jesus. He Thank gave his life blood, that Jesus. you and I Thank might live blood, sin free. Jesus. Can we just celebrate Jesus right now for a moment? Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, on a hill. There's a cross. On a cross, there is love Blood for me. For me. One more time. On a hill, the hill of Calvary. The place where Jesus set me free. For me. We magnify the name of the Lord. To the 23rd division of the Psalms. A psalm of David is where I believe the Lord would have us to tabernacle today. You don't have to stand. You may remain seated. Psalm number 23. Psalm number 23. Psalm number 23. I'm going to read the first and the last verse. As you follow along in your scriptures with me. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not 
warned. Verse 6. Surely. Everybody say surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Everybody say forever. Say it one more time. Forever. I shall abide under the hand of God. I shall dwell in his unfiltered presence. I shall minister before the presence of his glory. I shall abide satisfied. Ooh, hallelujah. I shall be without disease. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Father, have thine way today, Lord God. Speak to us. Let your word be real. Let it be rightly divided. Let our souls be ready to receive it in the name of Jesus. And for your praise and your glory, we say amen. Circumstances have a way of revealing several things to us. The very definition of circumstance is the immediate circumference of your standing. That is appropriately called your circumstance. So it is immediately where you are standing. Lady Reed, it's exactly where I am situated. Evangelist Mira, that's my circumstance. But our circumstances or the place that we are standing reveals a lot of things to us. Your circumstance often reveals your weaknesses, right? Your inadequacies, things that you need to address, the things that you need to fix. Your circumstances also show you your strength because the truth is, especially because of some of our circumstances presently, we should be running out of this place with our head, amen, loose and looking like a strege. Anybody in here know what I'm talking about? Some of us should be fighting some people in Santa Cruz for some food out of the garbage bin. Hmm? Anybody in here know what I'm talking about? Your circumstance shows you your strength. Because some of us shouldn't be here this morning. I wish somebody would speak the truth. <laughs> if it had not been for Jesus... I'm not talking about on your side now. That's peripheral. If it wasn't for Jesus in your soul, you wouldn't be here this morning. My God, that's why you can't come to church and sit down and look stush. For you know the devil wants you dead. Your mother-in-law might want you below the earth. And everything else might want you to sit down and shut up. But when you look at what you're into, and when you look at how God is keeping you, you ought to give him a praise. Somebody ought to give him a circumstantial hallelujah anyhow. Hey, Lord, I hear you. Shia Mama Masata. Your circumstance shows you the areas that you have mastered in a way, in a manner of speaking. Because where you are standing, Elder Matthews, had it not been for your pursuing of prayerfulness before God, Elder, you would have been cursing God and fighting Jesus. But because you have perfected how to sit down in your seat and let the ship rock and just hold on to your victory and say, me now move. I write, yes, me there. My my soul is anchored in Jesus. I have anchored my soul in the haven of rest. Your circumstance shows you your strength. For I know whom I've believed, and I am persuaded that he is able, my God, to keep, oh Lord, that which I have committed unto him against that day. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life 
nor angels, nor principalities. I don't hear the folks. Nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, oh Lord God Almighty, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And thereby, and therefore, I am persuaded to go through. Your circumstance show you your perfections. Even to a better degree than it shows you your imperfections. Your circumstances, among other things which I will not choose to get into this afternoon, also shows you something about the providential care of God. How do I know that he loves me. Huh? How do I know that he cares for me? Hushmahaya. On mountain breeze or <laughs> on the stormy sea though, billows roll. How do I know? He keeps my soul. It is because my circumstances demand him to manifest what the circumstance is requiring of me. So let the storms, where do you think that come from? Rage high. Where do you think it comes from? The dark clouds rise. They don't whoosh. Worry me. Why, Elder Matthew? Why, Daddy Matthews? Why? For I am sheltered within the arms of God. Circumstance. He walks with me and naught on earth can harm me. Circumstance taught him that. For I am sure in the arms. It is circumstance that bring us to understand how much him really loved we. Huh? I think it's Brother Kirk that sang a song. I don't know all of it, but just this part of it always touched me. Love. A word that comes and goes. But do people really know what it means to really love somebody? Oh, love. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you came today. Because I love you. And you show me Jesus. What it really means, what it really means, oh, what it really means to love. Are your circumstance sure you say his love for you, Sister Nicole, is more than tongue can tell? It is your circumstance, Mother Will, that often brings you front and center to the undying, unmitigated, unadulterated love of God to you. Lift up your hand and thank God right now for your circumstance. Lift up your hand and thank God for the hell that you might be in. Lift up your hand and thank God for the state of trial, test, or fullness of bread that you might be experiencing. The Bible says, in all things, give thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him. I mean it. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be the governor general himself. So your circumstance show how much God cares for us. And so, one of the greatest writers in the book, whose penmanship is very austere, you know, is Brother David. 
And it is, to believe, to, it is believed to be one of the best written passages in the Bible. The 23rd division of the Psalms. David unequivocally declares, The Lord, who is Adonai, is my sheep herder. <laughs> It is the two words from which shepherd comes from. Sheep and herdsmen or herder. So the Lord is my sheep herder. Short shepherd. Hmm. David draws his reading audience to focus on the who is his shepherd. Hello. You see, this shepherd of mine is the very God himself. Hmm? I know, you know, Elder Matthews love me, you know, I, I know, I know, I know Mother Banton prays for me, I, I know, I know, you know, we, we love one another, I know Mrs. Smith, amen, will fast for me a day or two, I know Minister Dennis will, you know, hallelujah, put some fasting on, but uh, when we become limited by our incapacities, the Lord, who is our shepherd, is unlimitable, he cannot be limited. So, David is saying, the Lord, who is above all, the almighty, the all-powerful, is my shepherd. Hello, somebody. I shall not want. Now, the Bible says through the mouth of those that are anointed by God, that the Lord shall supply, everybody stay with me, all our needs according to his in. But the Lord, who is my shepherd, is such a bundununu shepherd that not only does he supply my need, he will also supply my want. I wonder if somebody hear what I'm saying. That means I will be so abundantly satisfied. I will not only have my needs met, but I will have my wants met as well. What a shepherd I shall not want. Holy Ghost, the Lord, the big man up top, the sovereign one. Jesus, have mercy. Do you know who is the Lord? I want you to engage somebody. Engage somebody beside you. We really want you to talk to one another today. Ask somebody, sir, you know who the Lord is? Huh? Mother Ennis, you know who the Lord is? Sister Kenesha, you know who the Lord is? Anyone down there? Brother, brother, brother. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You, you, you know who the Lord is? Anybody know the Lord? What do you know him? He is the Almighty, the Lord God is his name. Won't you know I can call Jesus anytime? I can call Jesus. I can call Jesus, call him anytime, call him anytime, cause he's always, we're not singing them songs anymore, on the line, Sister Altia, he is the Almighty, the Lord God is his name, you don't you know that I can call Jesus anytime, and them time they used to have a guitar, we're gonna ring a neck, a ring a Oh, call him anytime. Call him anytime. Oh, oh, he is always, Sister Crookson, on the line. He's never busy yet. I say he's the Almighty. The Lord God is his name. Don't you know that I can call Jesus anytime? Hold on, hold on. Do you know who is the Lord? Do you know who is the Lord? We need to repent deeper. God knows. Do you know who's the Lord? He is Lord. Do you know it? He is 
is Lord. He has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess. Do you know who's the Lord? That Jesus Christ is Lord. The Lord. Can you give me two minutes to get a little bit in the Adonai? Do you know who is the Lord, brethren? Do you really understand that every biological system in the approximately 8 billion people on the planet Earth is being sustained by the word of the Lord? Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're too intellectually lazy and academically stiff. Do you know that of the trillions, Imana, billions upon billions of insects, plant life, Jesus Christ, oceanic creatures, who are you? Atmospheric microbes are all created by the Lord, are all sustained by the Lord. Hold on, man, we don't get it. We still not reach there yet. Can you look up a little bit? Look up. Can you see the stars? Come on, believe now. Can you see the stars? The church roof is gone and we are looking into the stars. And it is around 8 o'clock in the night and it's clear. Praise the Lord. Moonshine bright. Can you see the stars? Billions of them. Some of them that you are seeing have died millions of years ago and the light elder Matthews from the dead star that left it millions of years ago minister William is just now arriving as a twinkle in the sky twinkle twinkle little star I... hold on hold on hold on hold on let me say that again. You know that somebody twinkled them where you're seeing at the sky? Are uh, astronomic events that occurred millions of years ago. But the light just reached earth. He's my daddy, oh. Jesus is my daddy, oh. He's my daddy, oh, I will not beg for bread. Wait, for the Lord, my, let me behave today, I feel it. Should I not walk? Stop right here, the Lord. Do you know who is the Lord? I feel too big him up. Can we get microscopic? If you were to isolate a cubic centimeter of air, there might be millions of dust particles in one square centimeter. And if you could amplify it and look even deeper, there are air molecules, there are nitrogen molecules, there are oxygen molecules, and remember, there are carbon monoxide molecules, there are carbon dioxide molecules in one cubic centimeter of air. Shire. Every atom, 
every subatom, every quark, every muon, every sub-subatomic particle is upheld by the Lord God himself. Let us think for a minute. Holy Ghost say, we need to amplify our appreciation of the magnitude of God's ability. The Lord is my shepherd. Hello, somebody. Our God, who is the Lord, can never run out of options. Jesus can never run out of solutions. Our God that we serve will never run into a mental block. I don't hear the church. Your circumstance can never cause him to have a brain hemorrhage. Your condition will never cause him to run around the heavens and wonder how he might come true for you. Because he is the Lord. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made. That was made. He upholded all things by the word of his power. I'm presenting the Lord to you. There are millions of sparrows in the world. There are thousands of whales. There are billions of ants. And not one of them God and bed hungry any night. For the Lord is their provider. I don't hear the church. I said not even a mosquito go to in bed hungry because the Lord is his provider how much the more you and I who are the apple of his eye we who are his tender love how much more you he made you in his image formed you in his likeness call you from nature's darkness lift you out of the pit put you in the palace tell you that his banner over you is love how much the more shall he not provide for you somebody apologize why you worry about tomorrow why worry when things are going wrong Why worry? Where you afraid from? Get up and eat your plant and porridge. Truly could not make night some cinnamon. And if you have some clove, fling to in it. Mix up your porridge. Sit down in your house. Lift up your head and say, Thank you, Lord, for my plant and porridge. I thank you that my belly can receive it. I thank you for the moderation. But I thank you that you keep my soul. shall not want. He says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk it uprightly. I don't hear the folks. I don't hear the folks. Somebody need to give the Lord a hallelujah. Oh God, I can't even finish the message. I can't even do it justice. I feel the voice of God crying out to somebody here. I feel God telling somebody, uh, you're one step from your broke out. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, let me tell you something now. The shepherd that we have uh, is not just superior in pulpitude or in ability to perform. He's not just superlative in his capacities to do and to undertake. Hallelujah. He's not just the biggest, baddest God of a God ever. But he is intrinsically good. He is the quintessential definition of goodness. Hallelujah. He's not just your shepherd. But he is the good shepherd. That gave his life for you, the sheep. Hello. Hallelujah. Come let us muse on that for a moment. He maketh me to lie down 
in green pastures. He gives me perpetual supply, abundant and nutritionally perfect in its composition. In other words, when God knows that I need an Escovitch fish with some serious pimento, onions well steamed, and I mean some scotch bonnet pepper redacted into a sauce. He knows how to tell Sister P when she's passing the border to hold two fish for Bishop. You don't hear what I'm saying? When the Lord knows I need some Kalaluk, oh God Almighty with a little salt fish cause my blood pressure low. He will anoint Sister Hanson and say cook up a little salt fish and lick a callaloo and bring it to bishop i don't hear nobody when the lord knows i need five thousand dollars to make it to school he knows how to tell elder matthews bless the boy with a five grand man for he's the good shepherd he leads you beside the still water he knows that you cannot drink the water when it's moving. He knows that your palate is so made that running water, you cannot suck it up. Sheep cannot suck like that. <laughs> their lip is split. The morphology of their lip is such that the water has to be still for them to suck it up. One person God delivered them after five years of trial. But God knows that you can only handle five months. Huh? Another person, God take them 20 years to give them one picnic. God knows that you need around 20 months. Or else you're going dead before the picnic come. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Lord knows how we are composed. He is the master of assemblies. It is he that made you. I him make you, you know. I him know so you're afraid of lizard. I him know so you can't stand for the scorpion. I God make you. So he knows what you need. He knows how you need it. He knows how much you need it. He knows where you need it. And he knows when you need it. restoreth my soul. You see, God knows that even though we are sheep, we often go astray because we don't like to lift up our head and look where we are going. We love to hold our head down. Do you know that? That's why sheep get lost very easily. They don't lift up their heads like goat. If you notice, the sheep head is always at an angle, always looking down. More, 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 more food. The more I eat is the fatter I get. More, 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 more food. Me not to look where the master they go. For he walks with me and he talks with me in the valley of the shadow of death. No matter where they go on in a life, God I go take care of me. So we don't really pay attention too much and fret. But me have to find me way because sometimes I get lost. Me just I heat up the grass. Me stop by the water, drink up, full up my belly. But even then sometimes me get lost lost so me have to hold up my head because god and my friend me my walk with me and talk with me all right you're not ready for it hallelujah you see the sheep don't like to lift up their heads and some of the sheep them stubborn anybody in here know what me i talk about where are the stubborn sheep lift up your hand hallelujah confess my stubborn will at last I am yielded. All right. Some of we don't reach there yet. We still have fight. Give me this, Jesus. Jesus said no. Give me this love. Jesus said no. He leads me by the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Why our soul gets depleted is often because we walk in sin and error. We stray out of the watchful providential care of the good shepherd. Find ourselves among wolves, lions, dogs, jackals, hyenas, leopards, panthers, bears, wild boars. 
soul. The good shepherd has to restore our soul. Not just with daily food for the long walk, but with necessary medicine for his name's sake. So, he leads me in the paths, stay with me, of righteousness, not for my sake, for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley, I wonder if you're hearing me, brethren, of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Stay with me, hear this now. Oftentimes, the shepherd have to lead the sheep through these uh, mountainous areas that are at high risk for falling rocks and for falling bears and for falling lions. Praise the Lord. So, is the valley of the shadow of death? Because when some of them lie on your back, you up. And then go, oh. everything inside of you, Ooh. you get nervous, don't it? When you step into the doctor's room, and he tells you you have fourth stage pancreatic cancer. Lord Jesus, if you're not careful, you cuss God right there, so. Huh? If you're not mindful, you drop down faint immediately. Take me to the grave now. Take me to the mug now. Take me to the crossing of Jordan. The doctor said me dead. All the doctor told you is that you have fourth stage cancer. But you take it, say you're dead. Yeah? Call up your friend, Lord Miguel. Me don't know how much longer me there. I'm dead, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. I so say, you better treat me fine. Hello, Bishop, sir. I have sad news. I have passed away. And all of a sudden, you hear Bishop say, the blood and the covenant is against your demon of darkness. Back up off the phone. Because if you're dead, you cannot talk to me on the phone. Hallelujah. It must be a duppy. Hallelujah. And then you go, we go talk, say, your pastor rebuke you. Hallelujah. Well, if you tell him, say, you're dead and you still attack, you need a rebuke. Hmm? You hear that then go and expel you. You hear that you're gonna lose the work. You hear that then go and take the little car. You hear so then teeth tree goat, Billy the kid and his mother. You kneel long right in the middle of the column and start coming and start ball. Your neighbor here, you and think a rolling car. Huh? The moment a little trial hits you, you get nervous. Huh? And the death coming out is just a shadow of death. Notice here, the Lord never promises to lead you around the valley, over the valley, or under the valley. He never promised to let you in the valley either. Yea, though I walk. Look here, no man. Keep walking, baby. Hallelujah. One foot, another foot. One foot, another foot. Nobody stand up in no dead valley. Make the cross swallow you up. Keep on walking. Yeah. Though I walk through the valley. Up on the mountain and over the hill. You remember that song? Down through the valley, let's do God's will. God's been good to me. He took me out of my seat. Oh, remember that song? Yet he walks me through the valley. So God never promised to cause you to avoid the valley. Most of the time that we are praying for, Lord, take me out of the valley. He never said he will send an Apache helicopter and send down a rope and your whole and him lift you out. You have to walk through it. Some through the water, trial and test. Some through peril. Some through great tumult. 
but everyone comes out on the other side victorious. Yea, though I walk, hello child of God, it might seem like at any moment now you might die, but don't worry about that. Keep following the Lord, because though you're walking through the valley, he is with you in the valley, and as long as he is with me, I don't matter what I go on, for the Lord, he will stretch forth his wings and cover me. He is my strength. Believer, keep walking. Keep walking through the valley, man. Look at the roses, too. Yeah, man, and keep moving. Someone will turn up too long. How this me come to? You really mean to tell me, say, after my years of serving the Lord, huh? He make me pick me backslide? You mean to tell me, say, this God carry me to? You want to tell me that after all of my faithfulness to God, this is how he rewards my faithfulness? Lord, whatever you want to do with me, just do it. Because I know when you get through with me, I will be better than I'll ever be. The other thing is that he says, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I will fear no evil. Notice, God never said he will prevent the evil from manifesting to you. I hope I'm helping somebody here this afternoon. I hope you don't get better than what's the sky, sir, and I go fall on church, you're not done yet. Hello, you're going to need this. God will allow evil to stand up where you can see it. And you will allow evil to stand up in the path that you're walking towards. And while you're walking through the valley, you're seeing evil up the road. And you want to turn back. Just can give up now. You know how no strength left in the element. I've come too far from where started from. And nobody told me that the road would be easier. And I don't believe. He brought me there to leave me. Sometimes on the road you see the evil I come, but you just got to say, I just won't give up now. I've come too far. Jesus, you told me that the road won't be easy, and I don't believe to leave me. And Matthew, sometimes you just feel like, why I must hit this? Don't it? And I know there will be Just won't. I can't give up now. For I've come too far from where I've started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe Jesus would bring me this far. 
Hello, Jesus. Yes, Lord, I hear you. You see, there comes times, Elder Matthews, when we have got to rest in the debacle of the circumstance, the utter scariness of it. You have to learn, brethren, how to rest even in the middle of what appears to be the hell of your life. There will be times when you will want to defend yourself. Oh, I've been there. There will be times when you feel like sorting this thing out. But yes, once for all and everybody at all. But you got to learn to wait on the rod and the staff of God to comfort you. Oh, I feel you, God. I hear you. You got to learn not to fight for yourself. <laughs> because you're not out here by yourself. You're under the shepherd's care. You're not walking like you feel. You're following his voice. So when the enemy comes in and lifts up, amen, tumult against you like a flood, then you need to wait on the Lord. I don't hear the church. You got to learn how to wait. Wait on the rod. Wait on the staff. For the rod is an offensive and a defensive weapon. God will take the rod and wheel it like a club and beat the enemy down to a pulp. He will take his staff and he will come for you. He will draw you near to him. He will draw you close when the battle is rough. So when the going gets hard, he will draw you near. He will bring you closer. He will tell you, hold on my baby. I've got this one. For the battle is not yours. It is mine, said the Lord. You got to learn to wait on the rod of God. When you wait on God to fix it. You see when him licky. You see when him sloppy. See when him grab it and raga raga it, nobody can tell him nothing. Oh Lord, I feel you. Shayaba, kuta kasaka, lemanda buro shiri bahandi lebuhusataya. When the devil sets the trap and line you up to drop in it, and the devil wants you to fail, the Lord that there with him rod. I say, if you think you're bad, touch my child. If you think are you near Lord, I'm my shepherd. You see, when we begin to fight for ourselves, you lose. Huh? The, the, the sheep have to learn to rest in the rod and the staff comfort system of the Lord. And stop beat up yourself. Now go down at the bank and just tell them peace of my mind. You will left the half-righted. I'm going to cuss that girl there, you see. I'm going to tell that old short pants boy how much button make him up. No. Let God rod deal with it. Make God rod deal with the case. Can you see when him start the licking? <laughs> All you do is sit down at the table and just say, Lord, where is the mac and cheese? Lord, pass me the guacamole. I don't hear the church. When the God start beat the devil, him will say, bring out the curry goat and sit on me, boy. Let me give you grape. Let me feed you with cherries. For he prepared a table before me in the presence of mine enemies God will anoint your head with oil it is a type of promotion when you're among people that want to see you dead don't hate them 
Love them for real. Don't despitefully use them. Don't. Seriously. Leave them alone. Because anywhere God want to feed you, no boy, no girl can take up your plate. I wonder if you know what I'm saying. When your God decides that he's going to give you linguine, with fettuccine, hallelujah, with broccoli and oregano, the devil can't shift your plate. For even though in present, and him long tongue hang out for some of your thing, you just look at him and just eat it up and say, yummy, yummy in my tummy. The Lord is my provider. I refuse to die. I refuse to fail. For the Lord is my shepherd. I want you to lift up your voice and declare it now. He prepares a table before me. Here is an aspect of enemy theology. Based on this reading of Psalm 23, if your enemies are absent, you can't eat. All right. As one is off the other end. If he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies, when your enemies are there, the table that he would prepare before you, before them, you never give that. It is meant that God is going to satisfy your needs in the very face of those that hate your guts. I want my money and I want it now. I'm taking my seat and I'm taking my portion. I don't care what the enemy say. I go and eat food. Strike that it was stush. Near go near me dinner. I go and gobble up my portion. Look at me. I'm satisfied. Toby the psalmist had such a resolute assurance, such unmitigated confidence that he spoke with the audacity of a bad man. He said, surely, goodness and mercy, I don't hear the folks shall follow me not some of the days of my life but all the days of my life and no devil no make yet to take me out of the house of the Lord for I shall abide in the house of the Lord forever and ever that means Nothing shall be able to remove you from the fellowship and favor of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? No circumstance is bad enough to take your joy, missionary. Look how you look nice now, the gray and white, the silver and thing, Shanda. Which devil want if you look like some mashup tomato? Look at him and tell him that you are a zucchini. Oof. Hallelujah. And tall and slim and slimber. But you got stuff. Hello, somebody. We have enough to cry about. We've got enough to mourn about, Sister Nikki. Me say we have enough in bed, sweet God boat. But I'd rather have the good shepherd than be out there on my own. I'd rather have Jesus than be protected by demons. I'd rather sit at his table. dwell in the tents of wickedness for a season. Today I'd like to exhort us that if you're in the sheepfold, stay in. Don't allow anything, anybody, any demon any boy, any girl, nothing at all 
to take you out of the sheepfold. Holy Ghost. If you are in the sheepfold, if you are a part of the protection of the shepherd, stay there. Abide there. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And ye shall strengthen thine heart, man. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Brethren, the life of a sheep is not a good one without a shepherd. And without the shepherd, the sheep's life is very short and very miserable. But given the kind of shepherd that we have, Elder Matthews, seems like you're my preaching partner today. No matter when 50 out of the 5 million run off, this shepherd that we have is omnipresent. So him no need to leave you if you go catch me. Boy, me love Jesus, you know, brethren. Jesus had the dannest, dannest, dannest done in the world. You see, he doesn't need to leave Sister Javine to come and defend me. He don't need to leave Sister Toby huh? or Sister Atalia. No need to leave you to come and defend me. Because he's punctilious. He's multifarious. He's more appropriately described as omnipresent. All places present with equal magnitude, verity, and pulpitude at all times. So if you're under a car tire in the middle of an accident and the tire is about to come down and crush your head, the Lord is with you. So even if you can't say Jesus quick enough and it's not your way to die by car tire, angel just dead if you hold that, pull you out. For the Lord is with me. His rod, I don't hear the folks, I say he doesn't need to leave any one of us. To go after any straying lamb. Evangelist Miller, God don't need to tell us, send us to another teller because in bank line, black up. I don't hear the folks. God no need to tell you, Sister Trisha, to hold on for your miracle because you have five million other miracles were more urgent. I don't hear the folks. God don't need to tell you that your time is not next because. The bakery run out of flour and the yeast done. Today, if you are in the fold, I beseech you by the merits of the shepherd, stay in. Stay in. Preacher, how do I stay in? Trust and obey. How do I abide until he comes through for me? Trust, never doubt, and obey. Preacher, you don't know what I've been through. Well, I can assure you, God knows more about it than even you. He knows, don't he? He knows the storms that would my way upon. He knows. Who remember it? He knows. And tempers every wind that blows. He knows. He sees your tears. He knows. <laughs> the storms that would my way he knows, he knows, and tempers every wind that blows. See, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, our God loves us so much that he gave up his life that his sheep might not be lost. I want to turn it the other way now. 
and asks that if you are not in the sheepfold of God, get in. For there are some storms, some Euraclidon winds. There are even, so there are winds that are going to arise by the incitement of the devil. There are also winds that are going to arise by the wrath of God. I submit to you, my brother, who is not yet in the fold, my sister, who is not yet in the house of God. That God will never destroy the righteous with the wicked. Never, ever, never. When the death angel, which was the messenger of God, was passing through the land of Egypt, Israel was still there. Come on, stay with me. Israel was still in the land. In fact, Israelites in some cases lived as neighbors to Egyptians. Yet none of them, women of God, that had the blood on their door suffered loss. God don't need to take you out of Jamaica to preserve you from calamity. I don't hear the folks. God don't need to move you out of a community to preserve you from a hurricane. He's just God like that. So when he's going to send the east wind to purge, when he's going to allow the storms to arise, he will know who his sheep are. He says, my sheep knows my voice. Huh? Yes. Not so. A stranger's voice, do they not know? He said, his sheep know his voice. And if his sheep knows his voice and he knows his sheep, then when he sends the storm, he will not send it to the sheep, even though we are living next door to those who are the goats. Don't worry about any goat that is beside you. Maintain your sheephood. I don't hear the folks. Somebody say something. If you live beside goats, tell them that Jesus can turn them to sheep. But if they refuse to be shepherded, leave them to be goat herded. But make your transition. Preacher, how do I get into the fold? Very simple. Trust and obey. You got to trust that God came in flesh, bled and died that you might live. You got to believe that. You got to repent of your sins. You got to repent of living like a goat like a dog and a sorcerer. You got to acknowledge that you're a sinner. Some of us with distinction, you graduate top class honors, summa duma cum laude amada. Profound sinners. But it doesn't matter how wicked your sin is, the blood of Jesus can wash you, make you whiter than the snow. You could be the vilest offender the moment you truly believe what wonder and transport ooh, from Jesus receive. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Somebody say praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh come to the Father. Oh Shanda who is Jesus the Son. And give him the glory. Great things he has done. Great things he has taught us. Great. You want to get in the family. You got to acknowledge that you're a sinner. You got to acknowledge that you need Jesus. You've got to turn from your evil way. You must be baptized in Jesus' name. You got to take on the name of the shepherd. You got to identify with the shepherd. Every sheep flock has a distinctive mark that distinguishes them from other sheep. So when you would be a part of a particular herd, you would have a particular brand or a particular mark that would let everybody know this is Jesus' sheep as opposed to Jagabus's.
So before you come into the fold, you got to get marked with the mark of the shepherd. The Bible says those that are baptized have put on Christ. And the mark of Christ is the character and the behavior and the nature of Jesus. That is only accessible through his blood from a repented heart. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Because this shepherd is not just only interested in an external mark and manifestation of ownership. He wants an indwelling occupancy demonstrating total lordship. So you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want us all today to take away from what God has said, what is your portion? You're looking at some serious situations. You're almost dead, but you're not dead yet. You're in the valley of death, but that's not where your burial spot is, baby. You walk through that valley because you were not designed to die in that valley. Oh, hallelujah. Eagles don't die in the valley. Lord Jesus, let me behave myself. Eagles don't die on the ground. Eagles die in crevices on mountaintops. If you're a chicken, you can die on the ground. But if you're an eagle, you got to die on the rock. Lord, lift me up. And let me stand. Could we all stand? By faith on hand, then stable as. 